0: Show.
1: Forward sizzle. You wanted to say something. Do you know how much strength it took? Do you know how much strength <laughs> it took? I know. Not to tell you that the Warriors won. Like, honestly.
0: <laughs> Talk me through that, mate. What, what
1: a game. Ah, oh, bro. Work, guys. That was off its head. Off its head. Bro, we spoke about it half-time. Like, like, do we actually believe we can come out here and do it? We, we spoke. <laughs> we said some fun Half-time, bro. Like, what a story it would be, you know. We tell our grandkids about this one day. Let's just go out, have a crack. And I thought we just, F- man, we're we're so resilient, bro. I love being a part of it. It's just such a good feeling and obviously so much to like, so much to not like, but at the end of the day, when you come here, you're a good side, bro. You're a good side and um, just, okay, oh, hey, what a feeling.
0: I'm I'm super proud, yeah. The boys' boys' attitude, never giving up, is just something different. Yeah, it's it's crazy how good it is we're just keep making it hard but we we must love it for some reason
1: <laughs> I don't know why but um, looking forward to an 80 minute performance but the one thing I'll leave you today like it's one of the best wins I've ever been a part of for different reasons and that is they just never gave up um, half time we, we felt really good about it, we caught our way back a little bit before half time and yeah, I, as, as a staff in the box we were really calm, we walked down and I just felt like we left the sheds with a bit of belief
0: and um, yeah, and then, boys, the rest is history.
1: Seconds remaining. Thank you. It comes back to Gordon. From out wide. He strikes it. He likes it. And the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs.
0: Good everybody. Welcome to episode two hundred and eighty-eight of Not the Footy Show. You've got Warwick Nicholson. You've got Rob Cox, and you've got round five in the books for twenty twenty-three. Cox Smith. Um, anything happened last night in rugby league that was at all interesting?
1: Ah, uh, last night or yesterday afternoon? Well, I think it, well, was, it was a good. It was a good afternoon. day for rugby league. It was a good day for rugby league. The Warriors gave it. Well, I wouldn't say gave it to, but beat the Cronella Sharks on their home turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't see the game, but I understand it was a pretty exciting end to the game with somebody uh, missing a goal. Uh, was it Nico Hines that missed that goal? Yeah, Nico had uh, a chance. Yeah, and then we had a golden point game at um, ANZ slash ACOR slash Olympic Stadium. So,
0: so you were there on Sunday night. I was there on Sunday yes. night. My flatmate was there on you Sunday were. night. I think we represented about 33% of the crowd.
1: Yes, yeah. I think they counted toes when they um when they told us that there were nine thousand six hundred people there. So
0: the Bulldogs get up fifteen forty in Golden Point. Uh the Warriors beat the Sharks 3230 in the Sunday game, saving a round that up until that point was screaming blowouts because um the Broncos smashed the Tigers, the Dragons smashed the uh Red Dolphins, Redcliffe Dolphins, and uh my raiders got absolutely obliterated by the Panthers. Uh who knew they would get good uh, would come good? But let's talk about the two games yesterday. Uh have you seen any post-match interviews that uh were done with either the coach or Sean Johnson from the Warriors Sharks game yet? I caught Negative. up with them. I caught up with them in the last you know half an hour this morning. So we're recording on Monday morning. Sean Johnson, that was impressive. It was just raw, but it was also, you know. It was recognizing what they just achieved without going like, that's the greatest thing in my life. It was actually no, it was like this is fantastic. We we sat there at halftime, I think it was twenty six to six at one stage, and it was twelve in after five minutes. But he said, you know, who's to say we can't win this? Like that's that's for that conversation to be happening in a Warriors dressing room in the last ten years, big thumbs up. And then I watched uh, Andrew Webster's press conference and I know why he got the job. That was so impressive watching the first five minutes of that press. So he was sitting there with Wade Egan. But the bloke is clearly got the players buying into what he's selling them and there's a uh, calmness, a resolve, and the most important thing that I look at the way he was speaking about the stuff for the players is it wasn't, you know, do it for the team, do it for the fans, do it it's no if you do this we can build on what we did in that first half that was good that's what he that's what he said it wasn't you know you got to score four times to get back in front and and you know find something within you it was no we well, are doing some things okay let's do more of that and in the second half things started turning and uh the sharkies we're not going to get off the worries too quickly but the sharkies i saw some i saw some semi final uh what's the word um inadequacies reemerge yesterday in the way that the Warriors came back over them. But
1: let's start in the Warriors. What are you? Here we go, folks. This is, this is where Warwick gets to lay the boot into his least favorite team. the I've got, I got a few
0: of those. <laughs> no, Sharks aren't. It's, it, it goes Manly. It goes yep, Parramatta. It goes St. George. That's my, that's my three teams that I, I dislike the most. <laughs> and those three will never be, never be questioned. Uh, mm. The Warriors, let's start with them. That's my feedback on, you know, the way that the coach. What's your impression been of? I guess of the job. Given you haven't seen the presser, but the job that Webster's done because the Warriors are four and one in the second spot in the ladder, mate, after five rounds.
1: Yeah, look. I, to be perfectly honest, I you know I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna flag it early. I've only watched one full Warriors game this year, hmm. uh, and it was the game they lost. Um, but that's the one I haven't I'm, seen. Look, and I've seen and I've seen many. Mini like Fox Sports mini episodes, yep. um, where they just show the height or the highest of the highlights, really. Um, <laughs> uh, look, I, I job, think, yeah, yeah, I think they definitely look tougher. They definitely, their defense, their resolve in defense, um, even though 32 30 doesn't really say a whole lot of resolve, but they went with Cronulla, obviously. Um, and they, they seem to go with teams this year, mm. which is different to, to a few, you know, recent history with them because they, they would tend to get their, um, you know they tend to start kicking stones when they were, you know, eight or ten points behind, um, and then start to play silly football. Um, you know what? Obviously, the, the players are buying into what Webster's selling them. Um, he's got a couple of old heads there um, that are, you know, like like Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson's an old head now, and he's he's, he's mature enough uh, he's to well. be to be mm-hmm. listening to the coach. Um, and, and doing the right thing. So I look, I, I say I say it's it's great for rugby league that the Warriors are doing well. Um I hope they can keep it up because there's a couple of key positions there that they'd struggle, you know, like Sean Johnson, if he was out, they'd probably be a little bit different team. Um but, you know, hats off to them. They're doing the business at the moment. Like you say, they're four and one. Um and and if they keep it up, look like they're destined to play finals football again, which is fantastic.
0: The next two weeks for the Warriors, to me, is everything. It's their season, okay? Mm-hmm. They're four and one after five rounds. Next week, they go to Newcastle to take on the Knights. They have yep. to win that game. They have to win that game. If you're serious about playing finals at that stage, four and one, going to Newcastle, you've got to win that match, all right? Then, yeah. in round seven... Yep. They're back home against the Cowboys, who we also saw yesterday, who haven't set the world on fire whatsoever this year. Not at all. They win those two games. They go into round eight. I think they're playing Melbourne. But they go in at six and one. Fox win. Yeah. Yeah, six and one. That's, That's a foundation that you can cop a few injuries. You can cop some bad luck in a few games, and you're still well and truly amongst the top eight race, you know, Around 15, mm-hmm. 16, 17. Yeah. This is the thing that I want to see from, and that's what well, I'm going be watching closely in the next couple of weeks is this is where I go. If you really are the new warriors, if I the hope they are, then you win these next two matches. You just do. So over to you, Webster, over to you, Johnson, over to you, the rest of you warriors, players, you know, mm. make this season start count is I guess my message to them because you don't always get golden opportunities in seasons where all of a sudden you get a couple of results, and before you know it, you've only lost one or two matches two months into the year. An example of that would be a team like we saw last night, which is the Cowboys, who should have won that game. We'll get to that game in a second, but they parlayed a good start last year into a top four finish. You've got to take yeah.
1: Absolutely. Look, just on the Warriors though, it's good news mm. for them because they're mostly made up of Kiwis, so they won't suffer through state of origin, um, which is good for them. Uh, hopefully, it'll give them a chance to rest a couple of players. But on the Cowboys, yeah, you're right. They they really took advantage last year and, and you know surprised a few teams, um, and uh, you know went to, went to within one game of the grand final. Um, I don't think they're going to do that this year. I, I just. They just don't look like they're as they don't they don't look like they're as well rounded this year. They look like they're cutting corners a little bit in games, um, and yeah, I think I think. Do
0: we want to coach, jump to them coach, now, or do we want to just quickly touch on the sharks and then jump to that game?
1: Well, if you want, let's
0: well, quickly on the sharks, and I alluded to it a couple minutes ago, but
1: thirty-two
0: points against Doc Smith.
1: Yeah, you want to lay the boot in. Go on. I'll let you go. Got 60 seconds for a rant. Go. I don't...
0: They look spectacular in attack. Yeah. But they considered 32 points. And 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 the key part about it for me is they considered three tries in... Well, two tries in six minutes after halftime to the 51st minute, and then they conceded another try to the game to get tied up with 10 minutes mm. to go. And I guess I don't like going into an individual thing, but so I watched the game. I went to the game last night, the Bulldogs-Cowboys, avoided the result, didn't know what had happened with the Warriors and the um, Sharks, sat down, watched the game. Ronaldo Milotalo, mate, he's he's a personality player, all right? There's no doubt about that. Loves his football, loves enjoying stuff, and he'll lay the boot into the opposition when he gets the opportunity. Is it fair to say, and I know you haven't seen the game, But for those listening out there, his arrogance is probably a bit harsh, but it's probably appropriate. Did it cost the Sharks yesterday? Because I don't know if you've seen the moments that had happened to him after he uh, got stuck into him after he scored his first try. But he invited disappointment into his life per Phil Gould by going after the Warriors. And when he scored his second try in the 55th minute, even though he'd had a whole bunch of bad moments and the Warriors players had gone after him. And it, was, it wasn't it was like, um what's the word, vindictive. It was just one of those, you know, the, the banter had been happening and, you know, you, we do good thing, we'll give you stick, you do something, you give us stick. But after his 55th minute try, he mm. went after Sean Johnson. Went after him. Called him this, that, and the other. Basically, I'll wrap it up and say you're beeping soft is the best way I can describe it. Who mm-hmm. had the last laugh in that game, coxsmith
1: they used to be teammates, didn't they? Yeah. Mm. I just yeah. Look, I I I, I like think it. Coach Fitzgibbon Coach Fitzgibbon might have something to say about that if mm. it's true what you're saying because he's a pretty straight straight up and down, plays with a very straight bat, old school kind of a bloke, and probably wouldn't probably wouldn't like that. You know, you you you're basically creating pressure on yourself when you yep. pop off like that, especially halfway through a game. It's all right if you pop off when you're 20 in front with two minutes to go. Um mm. but yeah you are inviting uh what was it what was the thing thing in good disappointment
0: into your life. So Ronaldo sure. stick to the stuff you're really good at, mate, and enjoy your moments. But I reckon he he lit a fire under the Warriors with what he did twice. It wasn't just the first mm. time, and then he dropped a couple of bombs and anyway the Warriors come back and they, and they get the victory. I will say this though, Teague Wilton is one of my new favorite players because every time that Ronaldo mouthed off, he oh. went over and tapped him on the shoulder and basically in the face and said, uh, focus on yourself, sunshine. And I, I, just I like seeing, Tig Wilton. I love seeing good that. Player. Uh, so, Sharkies lose. Warriors win. Sharkies now two and three on the season. We then go to Sunday night and the 5,000 people that were there, I've never, I have never, don't think I've seen ANZ, core Rainbush, whatever you call it, as sparse as it was when the game kicked off. It was raining all afternoon and well, by the time the game started, it was pouring <laughs> down, but... You were there on the sideline, mate, snapping away. I was up there in the mm. uh, one end of this ground with a hundred people. Uh, what's the most impressive thing about that performance
1: for you for the Bulldogs? They just stayed in the game. Mm. Um, again, this is a this is a slightly new thing for the for the Bulldogs. We saw we saw we saw shining moments from them last year, but it was really hard for them to string a game together. Now they were playing, a, you know, probably a, a little bit. Uh, not as up to speed as the Cowboys were in 2022, but they were playing yeah. a, a, a pretty good Cowboys outfit, um, and and they didn't give up. They thought that they could win the game the whole way through, um, and the, and a clutch moment by Burton in the in Golden Point got them there. Um, but they they had to be within striking distance. You know that that last that last two or three minutes from them in in general general play in the, in the 80 minutes was pretty good. Like they. They believed. They kept going. They pinged the ball Uh,
0: left and right. They moved the Cowboys mm. around. They did exactly what the Cowboys didn't do in that game. I'll get to the chat in a sec, but you're right. Burton, and and we'll be critical for a second, it wasn't the missed kick on the Addo car try that was the the concern. That's from the sideline. It was the Mm. one he missed from Preston with, uh, was it 10 minutes to go? Mm. But he should have kicked. And... Yeah. He's got it. Any Burton missing those ones that he should kick? You know, Adam Dewey's another one that you think of that misses those kicks that you just got to you got to make. Because yeah. uh, Preston yeah. scored in the sixty seventh minute, and that was that was a kick that would have basically set him up where they were two points behind. He missed it, mm. ended up four. They pull off that great try. They they spread the Cowboys so far across field for the last five minutes. It was it was reminiscent of what they did against Melbourne when they did that earlier mm. in the match a few rounds ago. But Burton then, we go to extra time because he misses the kick, so be it. Then Burton comes up with the play that I'm sitting there and I'm just hoping he's doing it all night because, you know, you should be turning Kyle Ferrell around every chance you get. But he kicks over the top for Adokar, who runs through, kicks it again, can't quite get the ball. But there's a play by Adokar that leads up to the field goal. Did you notice that he was the one that put pressure on that young fullback, Chester? who ended up yeah. kicking the ball away from Car because he didn't want to get lose possession, but he kicks it straight to, uh, could have been Curtis Moran, one of the Bulldogs players. Mm. And that's the play that I like better than him running through after the ball. It's that he he got beaten. He didn't just give up. He actually, and this is something that Car I think you want to see more of, especially at Origin, is those second efforts. And he mm. turns around and he puts pressure on Chester, who gets the ball and kicks it to the Bulldog player. And then there's one chance for Burton and he nails it from... What, 40 meters out, uh, not quite a yeah, out.
1: um, yeah, and, and he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't in the middle of the field either. no, um, and dogs, no, it, was, it was impressive, it was impressive, and and they celebrated hard, which was great in Golden <laughs> Point. Um, look, uh, the interesting thing for me in the whole game, you know, was, was when Josh Reynolds came on the field, mm. okay, he came on the field, I think, with about uh. 15 20 to go in the uh, in could have been a little 20. bit longer.
0: I'll just check for you. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: 20 25 to go.
0: Uh, kick, yeah, kicker. Yep, I'll, I'll correct it in a sec.
1: Yeah, okay, so 20 25 minutes to go, I think it was. And 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 look, he came on very, very energetic, lots of yelling, lots of pointing, not a lot of doing, but the energy is still there in Josh mm. Reynolds. Um, he is definitely running on slightly older legs these days. I saw him play. Uh, on TV over in New Zealand last week, uh, in a New South Wales Cup game, I didn't think he was that impressive, to be honest. It looked like, you know, but I think that the energy that he brought to the team kept them kept them up a little bit. Um, I, I was confused as to what position he was playing he was because was playing, playing in the middle of the field, he was playing lock. right? Lock, um, and he was definitely not a running up. lock. Yeah, he couldn't, he make, a he couldn't make a tackle. He could make a tackle for
0: the first. Ten minutes. He yeah.
1: came on the forty. Tamalolo, Tamalolo bowled him over. Um, yeah. uh, he he got look typical of Josh Reynolds from, from back in his Bulldogs days before. Uh, you know he's got grit and he's got tenacity and he's got energy um, and he'll have a go at anything. Uh, I I think he's a really good spare uh, reserve to have for some games. I'm not sure with when when. The couple of players that are injured when they come back, I'm not sure he makes the team every week. But he certainly he certainly provided something for them yesterday. And and, and I think it was a – even if he plays no other NRL games, what a great thing that he's yeah. come back to the team and played in, in the NRL again.
0: So he played link man. That was his job. Uh, he didn't mm-hmm. – I think he ran it maybe once or twice into the line. But he was yep. just – he was linking in the middle, playing that, for lack of a better way of describing it, that James Graham role that they used to play at the Dogs and Dez Hasler. Uh,
1: you know, but James it. Graham used to run it.
0: Yeah, but that's what but his, jo- his job was to pass. And anyway, so what happened is um, that's where they played him in the middle. And this is where I'm going to be critical of the Cowboys. Yes, they did a good job at running at him when he was on there. But LeChad gets a lot of money. He gets a lot of money. He was How much? Old, he was 700-odd apparently. That's, that's good coin. Yeah. Okay. He was woeful last night. The The Cowboys had Peter Hickou and Valentine Holmes catching colds on the edges last night. The, yeah, they didn't go to their edges. Mate. The Cowboys refused to play to the edges and take advantage of the Bulldogs, who had Jake Avrillo and Alan Motti defending on the edge. And inside them, you've got Kyle Flanagan and Matt Burton. It's not, you know, they're not world beating defenders on either side of the ruck. And mm. I just go... You're in control of that game for a long time, but it's 8-6. Surely you want to try and put the Bulldogs out of their misery. No, let's just play safe football, play safe football. And this is where I just go, you know, you, you, uh, Todd Paytons and, and stuff. The way that they played last year was that they were, they, they'd force opportunities is the best way I can describe the Cowboys play. They would really mm. play high-tempo and go, you know, if you if you give us a little window, we'll take it. And last yep. night, it was your classic, oh, it's wet weather football. We're going to play you know, completions and get to our kicks. And kicking game wasn't great last night, Chad. He had, he had a couple that were all right, but generally he kicked straight down the throat of, of Perham. And I don't know. I, I just go, the Bulldogs had no players pretty much in the middle of the field that whole game. You don't have to always run at them to make them tired. If you run on either side of the mm. field and make them run across field, be back in defence. Run across field, be back in defence. Which is exactly what the Bulldogs did to them in the last fifteen minutes with their big. Yep. Men. I don't know. This is a loss that I think's on Lechad and it's on Payton because their start, their approach to the game, I thought, was very costly. Because the Bulldogs, yes, it's gut- gutsy, yes, it's gritty, uh, a bit of adventure at the end, but they shouldn't have won that match.
1: No, look, I, I think Payton. You know, and and his coaching staff need to have a little rethink on their approach to football this year because it's not good enough. Um, considering they, you know, they look like they're on the up and up last year, but it looks like they peaked last year, to be honest. So they're going to have to have a rethink, mate. Um, but you know what? Good on the Bulldogs. They've won that game. Uh, they, you know, they'll grow in confidence from that. Um, and really, you know, really, you got to pin it on the players that were on the field. They they had the grit and determination to finish the, their job off, and they did it.
0: Big shout outs to Jacob Preston. This gets better every week. Yep. A couple of defensive the play, plays he made was awesome. You, he made a few. Did awesome you see titles. his hand? I didn't see it. You were right next to did it. You did you get a good hand? look? Did you get a good look? A
1: photo? Uh, uh, well, well, it was well, it was bleeding. So mm. I don't know if it's a laceration or if he's popped a bone through the finger. Done the old Munster. Um, yeah, like he was holding on to it like he'd broken it mm. or dislocated it. Like he was really grabbing onto it and not looking at it. And then he let the trainer have a look at it, and then the doctor came over. So he's either he's either got a, a bad cut on it from probably a boot or something like that, or he's popped the bone through the hand. So we'll, we'll he was have to outstanding.
0: See Max King comes back from his head almost exploding from I think he got mm. a finger or a knuckle in the eye. Uh he was just, just fantastic. But the other two players I've got to give credit to. Corey Waddell, for the first 60 minutes, was the best Bulldogs forward on the field because uh, yep. he had to do all the work. Uh, he's been playing 30 minutes, 35 minutes as so a bench rotation. He started. They lost for to a concussion. Uh, and Ryan Sutton, I thought, played quite well, being forced to, to overwork in the middle. And that's an yep. impressive effort from the Bulldogs because they their bench was extremely light. They had to put Ockinbohr on the edge. They had Morin playing prop in the middle.
1: And- hey, Ockinbohr went right on the edge too, by the way.
0: I do. I, I, we, we were I right, was here, all right on the edge, mate. Watching from, you know, uh, vertically. And it was funny, though, he just refused to do any hard work from his own end because he'd stand out in the wing like he would normally in a game. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was funny watching that. I yeah, could but just, It's hard to turn that off. His defence was pretty good.
1: His defence was good. His defence is good. For a bloke who's played wing uh, for all of his first grade career, uh, you know, it's a pretty big transition to, Can we just to get him there in the following. discuss policy? the
0: hip drop that happened in that game? now...
1: You didn't, were watching. Didn't see it.
0: So I'm sitting there. Where was it? Uh, Ockenborg did it on.
1: I um, want to. I really want to move on to the Raiders and Panthers. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I just want to quickly it.
0: touch on this because this is an example of mm. where old Teflon. Because this is getting boring. Changes the <laughs> changes the rules on us. I'm getting exciting again. So mm. we're sitting there. We're watching. And you see the replay of Ockenborgs, and it's Tamalolo's legs in an awkward position. It's not from Ockenborg jumping on his leg that creates the mm. the problem. And he gets sin bin, and we're sitting there, we're going, "How? What? What?" Like, we we're just dumbfounded. It was a, it was unexplainable. We get home, watch the um, replay of the Sharks and Warriors game, and it makes complete sense. Apparently, all hip drops are ten in the bin now because there were two in the Warriors Sharks game that were both legitimate hip drops. Both got sin bin. That's the only reason Ockhamble got sin bin in the game next. So apparently, we can change rules that any on the fly for the NRL. So if the game before has a couple of hip drops and we get Sinbin, we can do it in the next match because there's no way that the Ockenbohr one was um, even remote. Hold on,
1: hold on. Are are you saying that possibly someone from the NRL called the referee's room at ANZ Stadium, Acor, Homebush, Olympic Park, Olympic Stadium, and said, hey, boys, we've had a couple of hip drops over here in the Shire. If you see one, are you saying that someone...
0: They didn't have to even would, make a phone would, call, Copsmith, because they're, they're all sitting in the would same Would tamper or texting? They're, no, they're they all texting? sitting in the same box at, at um
1: Are you talking about the the bunker? Bunker. They're
0: all sitting in the bunker. They'd made are those, you saying, the bunker made the decision on the both those hip drops in the first game. Are so you they, saying that somebody saying is Absolutely.
1: tampering with the bunker? Not tampering. Who? Not tampering. Who would
0: have thought? Um Annesley put up a post it note for the next r- referee and said if there's any hip drops, because of the perception Who that we have, have to have in rugby league you need to make who sure that there is a hip drop it's a sin bin that that's how it somebody works
1: somebody from the NRL has tampered with the, the with the adjudicating of games who would allegedly have
0: thought that? I'll, I'll say the word allegedly um it's just it's crazy so um mm. let's move on to the raiders uh you want to talk about them briefly because <laughs> i don't well, we yeah, scored, do. 12, points, do want to scored 12 points you uh, scored 12 points and oh. the tigers scored 12 oh. points what was the yeah. worst what performance I want to- of the three games i guess is what i'm asking Dragon smashed Dragon Smash the Dolphins thirty eight to twelve. Yeah. Broncos beat the yeah. Tigers forty six to twelve and the Panthers beat us fifty three to i I'm not who even all that
1: interested in I'm not even all that interested in the Dragons game, to yeah, be honest with you. The Dolphins were ordinary. Yeah. Um but uh Tigers or Raiders, who was worse? Tigers. Tigers can't mate, Tigers can't win anything. Tigers couldn't win a Chook raffle in an empty pub at the moment. Not not anything. Couldn't couldn't win a veggie plate, yeah. You know. uh, let's forget them for now because I think we need to in the next in the next six weeks we need to do another full Tigers episode and forensically disassemble them because uh, they're not going to win a game in the next six weeks. Hey it's hey guaranteed. hey
0: hey hey! They're going to smash the buy. They are service. no even
1: even Tim even Shifty Sheens isn't yeah. too keen. On, he, he doesn't know we, we might win or we might not. Uh, so anyway, listen, yep. uh, one thing I'll say about the Raiders game, I don't want to hang on it for too long because I don't mind the Raiders, unlike you who hate my dragons. Um, I I just think the biggest problem that the... I think that the Raiders did the whole competition a disservice by letting Penrith play themselves into a bit of form yeah, the other night. Like um, the, you know, Penrith were a bit clunky at the start of this year, but they looked, especially especially after the first 20 minutes, they looked like they're Penrith of old Um Uh, Down in the nation's capital, Um, I think. Look, Penrith just got him on a night, mate. Uh, Sorry, uh, Raiders got him on a night. Um, I I can't. I can't really say too much. The the Raiders were ordinary, very ordinary, but Penrith were just. Yeah, it was going to happen sooner or later. That kind of night.
0: Penrith or Penrith—that's the thing that we hadn't seen that this year, and they—they ripped us apart. Ricky in the presser he said that he'd spoken to the players about what the problem was but he wasn't going to tell the media fair enough and then the media asked him well who are you going to who are you bringing into your team Are you going to make any changes oh, i don't have any players to pick so which is which is the truth which is the truth serum there is he does he honestly think he's identified he, the problem or has he got players he can change or he, you know he's
1: has he, which winger is he going to drop drops got to drop someone best. after 53 points someone's got to go well, to be honest, three quarters be? of our
0: back line we could probably get dropped after that performance uh, and uh, half of our forward pack. But let's see what Ricky does. Uh, I'm sure Jack was sitting there going, I'm glad I'm not playing because that's going to bring my price down by another 100K. Uh, <laughs> so go hey,
1: that. hey, hey um, what about this one? What about this one, right? Okay. Jack Whiten. Just, just, I'm just trying to figure out where he's going to go. Some people are saying he's going to Parramatta. If he goes to Parramatta, he's not going to make any more than 600 grand because Mm. they've got Dylan Brown on 850. They've got Moses on 4 million. And who else did they sign just recently to a big dollar? They've got Gutho on 900, apparently. Yeah. Um, They can't afford Jack White. They they can't afford Jack White. But what about this? I reckon I know a team that can afford Jack White and still win a premiership for him Penny Panthers. Where you playing? I'm serious. Where do you play him? Center. We play him center. Replace, We're replace, Yeah. you, you want to come to Penrith Panthers? Move go to the right. Yeah, you want to you want right. to come to Penrith Panthers and win a premiership? Here's seven hundred grand, mate. Come on over. I'll sign you for three years. We'll see if it's about the money or the premierships. If that happened. Yeah. Anyway, let's move off them. Let's. Anyone else you want to talk about? Uh, How many minutes we got left? We've only got a couple. Uh, okay.
0: Storm beat South. I didn't see the game. I saw the, the recap.
1: Yeah, I did. I
0: did. Now, South. Good may game. want to get their house in order because it was interesting to hear the coach basically tell Latrell, "You got to stop floating through matches." That was an interesting comment. Uh, Melbourne yeah. gutsy win. L- well done.
1: L- Luttrell has that in his game. We've spoken about this before. Yeah. Um, he can have a game like that where he's not. He's a little bit disengaged. I don't know if I'd call it disinterested. Just a little disengaged. Not. Maybe on on the ball, we we know what he's like when when he's interested and when he's you know sparked up to play. Probably the best player in the world. No I one can what, stop what him. We saw Demetrio that when he came back from at. his hamstring. Yeah,
0: was he liked that that interest which was there in that game to be happening a little bit earlier, as in like from the start. Uh, Roosters beat eels twenty eight twenty. A couple of sin Beans which were warranted, uh, and the eels. I'm not I'm not going to lie. They, they showed a bit defensively. This game could have been 40 to 6. It really could have been. I I don't think you come out of this game if you're a Parramatta fan that disheartened.
1: Oh no, I think that I th- I think two of the Roosters tries as well, they had the two sin biddings. They should have had a player sent off. Simonson should have been yep. should have been sent for that. Um but but anyway, be that as it may. Um uh Teddy, you know, look, I think I think the the tries that were scored and Teddy leaving kind of balances each other out. I think it was a fair result. Um hmm. a couple of pickups from that game though is is that Jared Weir Hargraves is probably the second or third best prop in the comp.
0: He's found yeah, his mojo again, hasn't he?
1: He's he is real good. And he's playing a little bit cleaner. He's not as he's not as violent and filthy as he used to be, uh or has been in to- at times. By the way, terrific fella off the field. I think I've said that before. Hmm. Um i there's something about the roosters this year mate i've i've had a very much a hate hate relationship with the roosters and i don't mind them this year i don't mind them um it's really strange i don't know what it is uh, uh anyway doesn't matter um but yeah look the parramatta have 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 definitely improved in in a couple of areas and yeah. their scramble defense is definitely a lot better than it was yeah. last year they've, they've improved in that in that area, for sure, um, but apparently they need a game breaker. Apparently, so. apparently.
0: Uh the last game of the weekend was a uh, points first. Manly thirty two, Knights thirty two. It goes to Golden Point. <laughs> they can't get a winner. I again only saw the the highlights of this. And Tommy, what a player! He just he's he just in everything. And um, Newcastle find find a little bit of a little bit of something. The last couple of weeks, they have picked up three points the last two weeks, mate. They've got yeah, two they wins, and, one and, loss, and two draws. Yeah. Uh, two losses and one yeah. draw. They're credits to Newcastle. because yeah. They're going to fall off the cliff without Ponga.
1: Yeah. Without Ponga. Um, uh, interesting, on the Matty John show last night, Lachlan Miller was on the show okay. uh, and they were talking about the fullback position. And apparently, he's had a gold plated guarantee from um, AOB um, that he'll be playing fullback. He went there to play fullback and he'll be playing fullback. But I suggest he might be playing fullback in the New South Wales Cup. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dewey's situation. KP ain't, <laughs> KP ain't coming back to play six. I'm telling you right now.
0: Speaking uh, of fullbacks, just when KP
1: comes back in the team, Adam Dewey's positional efforts at fullback
0: for the type, you can't pick him at fullback again. Every time, every time Reynolds or Walsh or anybody wanted to score a try, they just put a kick in behind the line against the Tigers the other night, and Dewey just wasn't in the same postcode. He, he doesn't have the legs for fullback. Timmy, I know you're trying to. Satisfy a highly paid player, but uh, you can't. You can't play him at fullback. You just can't do it. He just can't play there.
1: No, he's got to play centre, mate. He's got to play yeah. centre. Um, look, a lot could be resolved with the Tigers I'll quickly. Just yeah. one, one area. Drop Luke Brooks, right? You got to cut and run on this, baby. Who I know plays he's in the a halves? Million bucks. Who plays in the halves for him? anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone, a- Appy to halfback. I would, I would rather see Appy at halfback, and I would rather see Dewey at six, because at the moment Luke Brooks is not doing anything, mate. Right? He is doing nothing. He's offering nothing in attack. He's a good defender for, for his size. Uh, yeah. He's giving nothing, mate. They've got to cut and run. They need. They're not going to. He's not going to be there next year. I will not bet it. my left one that he will not be at we'll, the club we'll, next year. Will Coach Pasco be in charge running this warm-up? Don't running. know what he's up to. He he falls into my dossier of an hour-long show. Yeah, that we're we'll do get to that. Uh, quickly,
0: we've got a minute left. Uh, the latter is the mm. Broncos. We really didn't talk about in this podcast, and they win the comp five wins and no losses. That's really good again. That's good. Uh, Warriors in second uh, with the Roosters on eight points. Uh, Manly... On seven, then you got the Panthers, Storm, Dolphins, and Bulldogs making up the top eight, uh, just outside the eight, but they've got six points each is the Titans and the Dragons. Then the Knights on five, Sharks, Rabbitohs, Cowboys on four, Eels, and Raiders on two, who are both very thankful that the West Tigers are in the competition because they're on zero and they're <laughs> at 17th. That's the round five review on Not The Footy Show episode 288. That's been Rob Cox. I've been Warwick Nicholson. you got a lot on. Teams that we didn't expect to talk about a lot of this year, which is the uh, Bulldogs and Warriors. So uh, mm. be very thankful, Gray Annersley, because your uh, your blowout story got uh, trumped by two pretty good games on Sunday night. <laughs> like Zach coxmith. Good games,
1: yeah, yeah, mate. I will talk to you probably Thursday again. Is that right? We're going Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. Okay, beautiful. All right, mate. Talk to you then. Catch you later, Pepsi.
0: I, when when I was in the car, when you when you I was you said to me, oh, I read what you said, and um, yeah, I won't say anything. But and then as you said, but I know that in the back of your mind, you said he will kill me if I say something that gives anything. Nah, so, well done.
1: No, nah, I just I just don't, I, mate. I remember once when I was a kid, I was at my 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 mum's friend's place, and we used to call him Uncle Nardi, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Uncle Chica, really legendary guy. Still alive, still with us too. Yeah. Just turned eighty five or something. Anyway, he um he was one of these guys, mad Parramatta supporter. Uh, he's one of these dudes that um would uh not go near a radio or a TV all day, so that he could sit down at six pm and watch the three pm game. Yeah. Anyway, I knew I was about five years old, and I knew the result, and Para had won, right? And um, <laughs> when he got home. I, like when you got home from the club or something, you've been down the RSL or something like that. Yes. And I said to him, "I okay, go, what about the what about the eels? Yeah." <laughs> and his face, mate, it was like it was like telling somebody they're about to have a surprise party. You know, Put my foot in it. I've been doing. I've been putting my foot in in it for well, the next forty five years after that. Oh, yeah, so I was tempted. It's, it's, it's I was, good. I because was tempted band. last night. I was tempted to start doing the Kamate, Kamate. We are one different. Yep. What do you got? Canberra aren't making the finals this year. Oh, stop it. I'm hanging up. i got to go, mate. The bars <laughs> are calling me. The honky-tonks are playing my tune. What? What are you talking about? Not the show, show. You been sleeping over there? Pepsi.